welcome to the facial surgical skills lab podcast series i am dr chanmay rao and you are listening to part 2 of the series on local anesthesia in the last part we discussed the relevant history and local examination points that you need to check off before you inject local anesthesia now i highly recommend you listening to the previous episode called the local anesthesia conundrum 1 before we begin Now hoping that you have heard the last episode let's get right to it. Now in this episode we'll be discussing the factors that will govern your choice of local anesthetic agent that you will be using. Now let's recap our patient. She was a 30 year old female with pain and intraoral swelling with the right lower side of her jaw since 3 days. The OPG showed a partially impacted distoangular right mandibular third molar. Let's face it. there are quite a few choices that we have but time and again we tend to stick to the tested choice of 2% lignocaine with adrenaline or any other vasoconstrictor now the choice of local anesthetic agent may be governed by multiple factors but is mainly governed by the duration of the procedure that is to be performed the other factors that will be governing this choice are the potential need for post operative pain control the possibility of self mutilation the requirement of hemostasis severe hepatic or renal impairment and allergy to any specific agent now in all fairness the duration of the procedure is very subjective even in the hands of an experienced operator a simple procedure can take a long time just because of some complication So my recommendation anticipate the procedure duration based upon your experience and do not depend upon benchmarks that may be set by books and guidelines mind you books and guidelines give you benchmarks as an average and not as a rule of thumb each case is different and each patient is different but most importantly each operator is different the maximum recommended dose whenever in doubt anticipate and prepare for the worst right so what are the choices that we have the obvious choice that we always have is 2% lignocaine with 1 is to 2 lakh adrenaline with an approximate duration of pulpal anesthesia of 60 minutes and soft tissue anesthesia of 180 to 300 minutes that's approximately 3 to 5 hours obviously this is very subjective now reason we use local anesthesia as 2% lignocaine is because it's proven time tested and has a good ceiling of of about 7 mg per kg in case you're using it with vasoconstrictor think of the dual nature of pain anyway that's a whole different podcast altogether post operative pain control as well now whenever longer durations are expected use bupivacin 0.5% as the anesthetic of choice or in case you are using your standard 2% lignocaine with vasoconstrictor then consider using bupivacin just before the end of the procedure an important point to remember here is not to wait till the clinical effect of local anesthesia has worn off think of tachyphylaxis a phenomenon of increased tolerance of drug when it is administered repeatedly now much more likely if nerve function is allowed to return now the factors that affect how long local anesthesia effect lasts are 
preoperative anxiety need for additional intraoperative local anesthesia injections patient's perception of how painful the procedure is going to be so given that booby vacant takes about 6 to 10 minutes for the onset of action if you wait till the very end of the action of 2% lignocaine you will not get the desired effect so ideally inject about 10 to 15 minutes before you consider that anesthesia will start wearing off now one more possible consideration is the need for post operative pain control now sometimes the prolonged effect of anesthesia can significantly reduce the need for post operative analgesics or what we call rescue medicines this can be counterproductive in kids as they may end up chewing their lip or hurting themselves due to any residual soft tissue anesthesia now here we need to talk about the local anesthesia reversal agent called phentolamine mycelate this is an alpha adrenergic receptor antagonist and has been approved for use since the early 1950s but it's been available for dental residual soft tissue anesthesia reversal only since 2009 it is generally available as a 1.7 ml cartridge form as a 0.235 mg per ml concentration mind you this is only 1 by 30th the concentration that is used in the other medical fraternities so it's a significantly lower concentration and generally safe to use now surgical patients who are good candidates for the reversal of soft tissue anesthesia are medically compromised patients uh, patients with type 1 diabetes and the like you have pediatric patients if geriatric patients patients with special needs and post mandibular implants hemostasis is one more factor that may influence the choice of anesthesia now it's important that we understand that vasoconstrictors act locally so in case of a surgical extraction where we have administered an inferior alveolar nerve block we cannot expect that hemostasis will be affected at the site of the surgery which as it is distant from the site of the block itself so you will need to inject locally to achieve the hemostatic effect of the vasoconstrictor as well now it is recommended that a 1 is to 50000 or a 1 is to 1 lakh formulation be used for hemostasis in india we have the standard 1 is to 80000 and the 1 is to 2 lakh formulations that are commonly available along with 2% lignocaine so using the 1 is to 80000 mixture for hemostasis may be a better option now always remember that whenever you do use an additional formulation always calculate and consider the previous administrated amount of vasoconstrictor as well because what you are going to give additionally is going to add to the cumulative amount of anesthesia and vasoconstrictor that you will be giving per appointment the patient's comorbidities are also a factor that have to be considered renal function is an important parameter because in case of renal function impairment as in in case of chronic kidney disease or in case a patient is on dialysis whether it is hemodialysis or peritoneal dialysis it may be a relative contraindication in case the serum clearances are not found 
Hepatic metabolism is again one factor because most of the anesthetics we use today are amide based and all amide anesthetics as we know are metabolized in the liver. Allergy testing is one more aspect that we have spoken about before. One point to remember is that allergic reaction to a local anesthetic solution is generally an allergy to the components rather than the actual agent itself. Now here in India, we tend to use the vial of local anesthesia and disposable syringes as against the cartridge syringe system. While it has its single use benefits, it precludes the addition of one more component to the local anesthesia solution that is methylparaben which is basically an antifungal agent which is used as a preservative in case of multiple withdrawals from a vial. Now if a patient has a documented allergy of methylparaben you will have to use the cartridge system. No methylparaben is found in the cartridge system simply because it is an essentially single use ampule and not a vial. If a patient has a known bisulfite allergy, you will have to use a solution without adrenaline because you have your metabisulfite that is added as an antioxidant agent for your adrenaline to prevent the oxidation of adrenaline. This brings us to the end of the part on the conundrum of local anesthesia. To summarize, it is prudent to understand that the choice of local anesthesia agent is generally governed by the duration of the procedure but also the need of post-operative pain control, the possibility of self-mutilation, the requirement of hemostasis, patients present comorbidities and any allergy that may be found to any specific agent or component. The choice of local anesthesia is considered to be a very dynamic choice. We need to consider multiple aspects and remember that at the end of the day it is operator as well as patient comfort that matters. If an operator is not comfortable while using a certain kind of anesthetic agent, it will not serve its purpose as it has to. This brings us to the end of this chapter and we shall be looking at the next episode where we'll be looking at the techniques of local anesthesia for inferior alveolar nerve block and avoiding possible complications in the local area and how to deal with such cases in case they do occur.